Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. Thank you for joining in on my podcast. Today is July 3rd, 2022. Good Sunday, good Sunday. Bless, bless, bless. Blessings to you all. I'm just going to drop in for a second, a minute or a moment. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm not for sure. It's whatever the Lord say. Um, but again, thank you guys for joining in on my podcast. I'm Arthur Pearlie Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Please share, please share, please share, please, please share. Uh, I think the most important thing that you can give a person is to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we're going to talk about setting your day. We're going to talk about setting your day, making God priority setting your day. All righty, but we're going to pray first, Father. We just thank you for being here in the midst of us, Lord. We thank you that you're the head and we're the head and not the tail above and not beneath, Father. We thank you, Lord God, as we um, acknowledge you in all our ways, that you will direct our path, Father. We will not be wise in our own eyes, but we will depart from the evil. We will not try to figure it out, Father, but we will come to you and ask you for your wisdom, Father, so we can do things according to your will, according to your way, according to what you want, Lord God. We want what you want, Father. We yield our members to you. We say yes to you, Father. We surrender. We surrender. We surrender. We give up, God. We surrender, Father. This day, we crucify our flesh and we say, Lord, we want what you want. We want what you want. We want what you want. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Again, thank you for joining in. And um, I'm not going to be before you very long. I want to talk about setting our day. Setting our day. I did a podcast early on. The devil delay tactics. What are some of the devil delay tactics? The devil, devil delay tactics are the distractions that he put in our lives to make us feel like that this is more important. Um, I like to talk about um, um, Martha and Mary. Uh, you know, when um, which one was it? I think it was Martha. She was so busy cooking and cleaning that when Jesus came in the house, Mary just stopped everything she was doing to sit at his feet and worship. And Martha was like, well, can you tell Jesus, tell Mary to come help me? And he said, she's doing the most needful thing. I mean, she's sitting at his feet and she's worshiping him. She, you know, whatever it was that she, she didn't put that before him. She wasn't so busy with the work that she didn't have time for the worship. Don't be so distracted by the work that you don't have time for the worship. You know, Proverbs tell us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge God and he will direct our path. So, uh, and, and then he says, be not wise in your own eyes, but depart from evil. Um, if we need wisdom, if we need not to know where to go, if we need to know what to do. The Lord Jesus Christ will lead, guide, and direct us when we ask him for his wisdom. And two, God's peace is his release. <laughs> so if you don't feel his peace, you have not got his release. You have not got his okay. God's peace is his release. Okay, God leads by way of peace. He may, you may hear audible voice. Um, you may just feel an unction from the Holy One, you know, that knows all things. But God's way, peace is his release. God will give us peace. He will lead us beside the still water. That's peace. He will lead us into green pastures. That's plentiful. How many of you know we don't have to worry about the famine because the Lord is our shepherd and we don't have to want. He has promised to lead us beside the still water so we can have peace in the middle of the chaos. He has, he has uh, promised to lead us into the green pastures, the land, the place of, of plentiful in the name of Jesus. So we just need to ask God for his 
his wisdom in this season, his wisdom to maneuver, his strategies, uh, his strategies, his plans. What is the mind of God? What is the counsel of God? What is the heart of God? Lord Jesus, what is it you want me to do? Holy Spirit, teach me, lead me, guide me, direct me. Father Jesus, you say you will not leave us comfortless, but you will leave us with a comforter. Therefore, we will lie on um, the Holy Spirit that you left here for us. You say you want to leave it as orphans. We're not, we're not orphans. We are not alone. Um, how many of you know that we have? We can have faith and confidence in God's love for us, that he will not lead us astray, that he has our best interests at heart. And just like he promised, everything that's uh, done in the dark will be made manifest by the light and everything whispered in secret will be shouted from the rooftop. It'll be shouted from social media. It'll be shouted anything. In other words, everything hidden in the dark will be brought to the light. So knowing, knowing what we know, because we know that God has our best interests at heart, we don't have to try to figure it out. We can ask him for his wisdom and he can tell us what to do, right? But um, what causes us to step out and go ahead of God is being anxious and we don't want to be patient and we don't want to wait. But we have to learn how to wait on the Lord. And when I say wait, that don't necessarily mean not to do anything. In other words, keep doing what you was doing until he tells you what else, something else to do. The word wait there, when it says wait, those who wait on the Lord, um, he's talking about the word wait there means to serve. Okay, so it's not meaning not to do anything, but it's saying keep doing what you're doing until God gives you the wisdom to do something else. Um, Some of us are in our waiting season. We're waiting on a word. We're waiting for wisdom. We're waiting for the strategies. We're waiting for the new assignments. We're waiting for his directions. Right. We're waiting on the leading of the Lord. I try not to move unless he tells me to move. I try not to do an outreach unless he tells me to do an outreach. Because I understand that when I do it in my own strength, that that's going gonna, gonna to have to work. <laughs> and uh, it's not work, it's rest. When the Lord is telling you to do something and you're doing it, he's going to anoint you to do it. How many of you know that God provides where he guides? So if he asks you to do something, to me, it just makes sense that he'll give you whatever it is you need for the journey. He will give you his wisdom. He will give you his power. He will give you his strength. He will give you the people. He will bring the people alongside of you to help you to do whatever it is he's asked you to do. It should not be work. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When God is asking us to do something and we're being led by the spirit, he will anoint. He anoints what he appoints. Um, The only thing that's suffering um, when we're going through things is our flesh. Our spirit is fine. Our spirit is at peace. Um, The spirit is willing. It's the flesh that's weak. The flesh is the flesh that's contrary to the will of God, the way of God, the things of God. Um, But the spirit is fine. How many of you know that the spirit is fine? It's the flesh that's weak. Right? The spirit is soft. The flesh is suffering because it does not want to do what God is asking it to do. <laughs> the Bible say that it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Spirit of God that even willeth us to want to do the right thing, to even that willeth us to do good. It's the Spirit that willeth us to do good because God's Spirit is good, and that's the Spirit that we now have on the inside of us as born again believers. The Holy Spirit. So, how do we um, power to tithe God? How is it that we continue to? 
um, set our day. How do we set our day? We set our day through prayer, prayer, supplications with thanksgiving. We let our requests be made known unto God. Um, we acknowledge God in all our ways. We seek first the kingdom of God. Um, we put God first. That's how we set our day. We put God first. We put God first. And then we wait on him to hear what his instructions are. And whatever he say, do, just like Mary told the people at the wedding in Canaan. He said, Mary, so whatever he say, do, do it. Whatever he say, do, do it. If he said, read the word, don't say, okay, Lord, well, I'm going I'm to wait till I, I'm gonna wait till I finish doing everything. And then when I get settled down, then I'm going to do it. No. If he say, do it right then, that's when you do it, you do it right then. Because delayed obedience is still disobedience. You know, he may be trying to get a word to you. God gives, gives you words through his word. He might be trying to give you a word for, for the rest of your day, but you're saying, I'm going to listen to that word at the end of my day. And now that's instructions. You know, whether the word comes through a person, whether the word comes through you directly while you're washing dishes or whatever, but whatever God is telling you to do, we have to do it quickly because delayed obedience is disobedience. Um, let's not put God at the end of our day. Let's put God at the beginning of our day because he wants us to acknowledge us in all our ways. Um, when we're we're all when we're God's children, we when we accepted His Son Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we become God, a child of God. And so, just like a child understands that they have to check in with their parents before they do stuff, a child understands that they just can't make their own plans. This is this is the mindset of a child, and this is how Jesus wants us to acknowledge Him. He wants the our Abba Father wants us to see Him uh, Him as our Father, and we as children. When we are sons of God, we are children of God. Um, then we have to acknowledge our parent. We have to acknowledge our God in all our ways. So we we have to go to Him and see if it's okay. We have to go to Him and acknowledge Him in all our ways. Father, what is it you want me to do today? Father, what is it you want me to say today? Father, where is it you want me to go? today right isn't that what children do they acknowledge their parents in all their ways they lean not to their own understanding because they know they can't go and play in a party without their parents permission they are child they have to acknowledge God in all their ways they can't just go out the front door and not ask their parents could they go over to their friend's house when they're a child they have to acknowledge their parents they have to acknowledge their uh, parents in all their ways um their guardian the Bible the world call it your guardian that's your legal guardian why does God give us parents to help guide us and lead us and direct us? It's supposed to be into everything that's right. It's supposed to be into everything that's good, everything that's true. Um, a parent that loves you is not going to lead you astray. A parent that loves you is going to lead you, try to lead you in the right way. Even if they didn't do everything right, they're going to want to try to teach you how to do opposite. Because a parent wants their children to do better than they did. Don't do like I did. Do better than what I did. <laughs> don't do like me do better than me you know um so god wants us to acknowledge him in all our ways so he can direct our path lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge god and he will his promise to us is that when we acknowledge him his promise to us is that he will you don't say maybe he it tells us in proverbs i don't know if it's proverbs 18 it says acknowledge god in all your ways and he will direct your path he will uh, he will direct your path. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and he will direct your path. Uh, do not be wise in your own eyes, but depart from evil. That's uh, Proverbs, I believe it's Proverbs 18. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I haven't, uh, you know, I'm just giving it to you as God gave, gave, gives it to me. It's fresh off the press. 
Um, so let's prioritize God. Let's learn how not to be distracted. Let's learn how to lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us. Let's be, learn to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Let's learn how to just shut down every single thing. When you're riding in a car, turn off your radio. That's quiet time with the Lord. Let's make a sanctuary uh, around us. Uh, be God conscious all day, all throughout your day. When you're just being quiet, make sure that you're keeping your mind stayed on him because a mind that stayed on him is a mind at peace. And when you're thinking about God, he can give you the thoughts of God. When you got your mind on God, he can give you the thoughts of God. And he said, the Bible say before the foundations of the world that God knew you. If you want to know what God know, just be, just be quiet sometimes and get in his presence and get your mind focused on him. So you can acknowledge him in all his ways and he can direct your path. He can direct your path. He can tell you who to call, who not to call, who, when to be still, when to be quiet, when to go, when to stay. That's what parents do, right? They're there to guide you. They call parental guidance. Is God your parental guidance? I want to talk. That's what I, you know what? I want to, I want to name this parental guidance. Would you allow your your father to father you. We say the Lord is my shepherd. Psalms 23, I shall not want. Um, but would you allow the father to shepherd you? Will we allow God to father us? We're not orphans. See, the Lord, the, Jesus said, except you come as a child, you will not be able to enter into the kingdom. Why is it? Because what is he talking about? He's talking about have the, to have the mindset of a child. To have the mindset of a child. A child knows he acknowledges parents. A child understands and knows he can't just do what he want to do because he has a parent and he's still up under parental guidance. I don't know about you, but I want to have childlike faith. And, you know, children, they shouldn't have to worry about gas, electric, water. They don't worry about that. They're carefree. They're playing. And that's how our Father wants us to be. He said, cast your cares upon me. He wants to take that burden. He said, cast it upon me because I care about you. I care for you. And that's the same with your child. Your your 10-year-old shouldn't be walking around and talking about, oh, I'm worried that the light bill ain't going to get paid. I'm worried that the water bill. You don't put that on your kid. That's not his responsibility. And guess what? Worry is not our responsibility. Um, we're not fatherless. We're not fatherless. And guess what? Just because you don't have it doesn't mean your father don't have it because we're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. You're rich. We have everything that we need. Faith is the currency. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because when we don't please God, we don't. When we don't believe God, we call Him a liar. When we don't trust God, we when we don't um, when we have fear, that means we don't trust God. There's no condemnation. It's just that we're going from faith to faith and glory to glory, right? Um, and it just be in that area, not every area, you know. Um, but when we don't trust God, we call Him a liar. The Bible say, "Perfect love casts out fear." And those who fear, they have not been yet made complete. So um, we just have to become more and more confident in God's love for us by spending time with him and meditating and focusing and concentrating on the goodness of God, that those things that God has done for us. He told the children of Israel, he said, forget not the Lord's benefits when I bring you into your wealthy place. Don't forget about the Lord, um, but re re rehearse your testimony. And in everything, in all things, give God thanks and give God praise give in everything see God you know this is one of the things I tell people keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God all in your day because it, it doesn't matter how bad it is it doesn't matter how bad it look it doesn't matter how grim it look God is in it if you look for the good you'll see God 
Every good and perfect gift comes from God. We get to choose our focus. We can set our day by choosing our focus. What will you choose to focus on? Will you spend time and put God first? If you put give God the first part of your day, he'll see that everything else he'll lead you throughout your day. And we'll give, put God first, seek first. God is saying, I, I, I gotta be number one. I gotta be priority because anything that takes the place of God becomes our God. And we cannot be idolatry worshipers. Anything that takes the place of God becomes our God. Anything, what is it? in our lives that makes us too busy for God. Whatever it is, it could be our job, it could be the the television, it could be the internet, it could be our spouse. What is it that makes us so busy? It could be our children. It could be a good thing, but it not be, when it's out of order, then it's not a good thing. Because anything that takes the place of God could be our job. Oh, I'm too busy. I ain't got time for God. I got to sleep so I can get go, go back to work. You're talking about to, to the job that you say God gave you? So God has given us the good thing, and now we ain't got time for the good God who gave us the good thing. So he said, forget not the Lord's benefits. Don't forget where that good thing came from. Remember me? I gave it to you. Now, in the natural, we find, we will find it very rude. You know, we, t- we think it's rude when you do something for somebody and they don't at least turn back to say thank you. Man, that was kind of rude. They didn't even say thank you. Well, when God does stuff for us and we don't say thank you and he do, He blesses, he woke us up this morning. The very breath that we breathe comes from him. It's because of him that we live, move, and have our being. And when we don't acknowledge God in all our ways and we don't give God thanks, is that not rude? How many of you know that a grateful heart is a thankful, a thankful heart is a grateful heart? And when you're thankful to God, you're grateful for every little thing. You're grateful in everything and in all things. Give God thanks and give God praise in everything and everything. What is it we have that we did not receive? It's in him because of him that we live, move, and breathe. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it we have that we did not receive? It's so much to give God thanks for. It's so much to give God praise for. It's so much to give God honor for. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it you think you have that you did not receive? Do you not know that humility is being obedient to God? Because when we, when we, humility says, God, I need you. Humility says, God, I can do nothing without you. Humility says, God, uh, I'm only good because of you. I can only do all things because you strengthened me. It's not self-confidence, God. You so told me to decrease so you can increase. It's not self-esteem, God. It's, it's, it's God-esteem. It's knowing who I am in Christ because it's in you and because of you that I live, move, and have my being. I am who you say I am. You know, that's where my, you said that I must crucify my flesh daily. It's not about me being lifted up. It's not about self-esteem. It's about God-esteem. You said that I must decrease, Father, so that you can increase. Father, you said that we need to crucify our flesh daily. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit, saith the Lord. I'm not strong. You know, we say stuff like, well, I'm, I'm strong. You know, I'm strong. No, no, that's a weak. That, uh, we're only strong because of Christ who strengthens us. Have no confidence in your own arm of flesh. Have no, have no confidence in your ability. Make sure your confidence lies in God's ability. It's not self-confidence. It's God's confidence. Where true confidence comes from having faith in God's love for us. 
for perfect love cast out fear. Does, is that not what his word says? 2 Timothy 5 says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Having perfect love cast out fear because fear has to do with torment. But perfect love can. And when we fear, that's because our uh, love has not been made complete yet. We're still not quite sure of his love for us. But as we begin to constantly spend time, time with him and fellowship, because, you know, you got to have a relationship and you know, before you can have a relationship with someone, you have to fellowship with them, right? And then it grows. I don't know about you, but I want to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory in my walk with the Lord. And um, so we have to fellowship with God to develop a relationship with God. It's not that we first loved him, but it was because he first loved us. And he proved his love for us when he gave us, when we were yet sinners. And yet he gave his only son, Jesus, to still die for us. That's how, that's how he proved his love for us. When he died, when he died for the ungodly, it wasn't because I loved him. I didn't know God. We didn't know God to love God. We didn't know God to acknowledge God. We didn't, we didn't know God to trust God, right? (laughs) It was because he loved us. It was because he first loved us. And so to, to, we must develop a love relationship with the Lord because our obedience to God come out of our love for God. If you love me, he said, you will obey me. So we can, there's no condemnation because we're going from faith to faith. This is a teachable moment, but we learn to, uh, like I said, our obedience to God comes out of our love for God. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and I do what I say? So for Jesus to be our Lord, that means he's like our supervisor. So he tells, we, we understand this in the natural world that when you go to work, you have a job assignment and you do what they ask you to do because that's what you're being paid for. Well, when Jesus is our Lord, we're supposed to do what he say because he's our Lord. <laughs> when he's our Lord, we're obedient to what he say. There's no condemnation because I know a lot of times we know a bunch of stuff and we just don't know how to do it. So do you know how to do what you know? That's why I asked the question. Do you know how to do what you know? Because a lot of times we we know a lot of stuff and we're like well versed but then we don't know how to do what we know so there's not a problem with that because guess what the Lord knows we don't know everything he knows everything so what we do is when we know stuff and but we don't know how to do it we're like Lord how do you take off anger well it says a soft answer turns away wrath um, bless those that curse you pray for those that despitefully use you you know um, God causes us to live in opposite God's way is opposite to our flesh way God's way is opposite to the world's way. The Bible says that our flesh is enmity towards God. It's an enemy of God because our flesh is like a rebellious child and it wants to do what it wants to do. But God is not working with our flesh. The Holy Spirit is working in opposition um, with our flesh. Romans, uh, I think it's eight or five. It talks about the war between the flesh and the spirit. How when I want to do good, Apostle Paul says evil is always present. So it's with my mind, I serve the law of God, but it's with my flesh that I serve the law of sin. So therefore, we have to renew our mind with the word of God to change where we're at. We got, definitely got to change our mindset because our body will do what the mind tells it to. So we want to change our behaviors. We want to change our actions. We have to get in the word of God and see what it has to say about whatever it is that we need deliverance in. Right. What is it? What is it? What is it? The truth sets us free, Jesus tells us in John 8, 32. If you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is it that the truth set us free from? God's truth sets us free from a devil's lie. 
So it's every area in our lives where there's an addiction, a bondage, or a stronghold. It's an area in our lives where we're believing a devil's lie. It's attached to a devil's lie. Everything that I do that's con- wrong, that's contrary to God, is a lie that I'm believing that the devil has told me. So, Lord, we want to set our day. We want to set the order of our day. We want to set you first. We want to lay aside every weight, every sin, every distraction, and everything that we think that is more important to you. Everything that we think is more important than you, um, we lay it aside. We we, uh, tear down every idol, every idol in our lives. We tear it down. Every idol, every idol, everything that we have put in the place of you, Father, we call it down in our lives. Reveal it to us. Show it to us. Is it our job? Is it our children? Is it our husband? Is it ourselves? What is it, Father? Everything in our life that's in front of you, everything in our life that takes the place of you. Father, we ask that you reveal it to us. And we repent of it. We return away from it. We change our wicked ways, Father God. Every idol, every idol, we will not be idolatry worshipers. We repent because everything that has taken your place, everything that takes the place of our prayer life, everything that takes the place of us spending time in your word, everything that takes the place of us spending time in worship, everything that takes the place of you. Every time we say that we don't have time, whatever that is that's taking that time, Father, we repent. We turn away from it, Father God, and we say, um, forgive us. We receive your forgiveness, Lord God, because you know what we know, Lord God. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise as we set our day. We will stop, drop, and pray, Father God, acknowledging you in all our ways because we're not grown and we need your parental guidance, Lord God, because the plans that you have, you know the plans that you have, you know the plans that you have, Father. You know that the plans that you have for us are good and not evil to prosper us, bless us, and bring us into great success. You have our best interest at heart because you really, 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 really are a good Father. You are a good, good Father, Father God. Therefore, we trust you. We have confidence in your love because we have confidence in your love, Father. We can trust you to lead us, to guide us, to direct us. For you told us not to even have confidence in our own arm of flesh, not in our ability. Not in our ability. Our confidence does not rest in what we know. Our confidence, Father, rests in what you know. Our confidence rests in uh, in our faith in you, uh, trusting that you're going to lead God and direct us into everything that's true. We wait on you, Lord. We wait on you. We wait on you for your peace is your release. And we wait on you. We wait on you, Father. We ask that you forgive us for going ahead of you. We ask that you forgive us for not acknowledging you. We wait on you. We put you first. And we wait on you. We wait on you, Father. What's your word to us, Lord God? What are you saying to us? Where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? We wait on your strategies. We wait on your plans. We'll drive today with nothing on. We'll shut out the outside chatter so we can hear from you, Father, so we can get a word from you. What is it you want us to do, Lord? What's our next move? What's our next move? You're our Father. We're your children. And as a child, acknowledge your Father. We acknowledge you, Father. And we say we want what you want. Not our will, Lord, not our way, not our want. We want what you want, Lord. We want what you want. No more distractions. We'll lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us. We'll lay it aside, Father. We'll focus on you. We'll be conscious of your presence all throughout the day. 
Because what people can't see, you always can see. You know everything. You know the way in which we should take, Father. You're our rock, our refuge. We will not fear. There's nothing to fear because you love us. And perfect love casts out fear. We have confidence in your love for us, Father. That's where we get our boldness. We care. We are God-pleasers and not men-pleasers. We are God-chasers and our people-chasers, and we want what you want. We give you the glory, Father. We give you the honor, the praise, and, and we wait on you, Lord. We wait on you, Lord. We'll sit in your presence, and we'll wait on you, Lord. just going to spend a second right here with the music playing, just waiting on the Lord. Just a second. Just give me a second, a minute, a moment. Let's give God a second and a minute, a moment. Just to rest in his presence as the music play. Just close your eyes. We're just going to wait on the Lord. We put him first. No more idolatry worship. You first, Lord. You first, Lord. We're going to wait on you. Thank you, Lord. We're waiting for your instructions, for your directions. We're waiting for your wisdom. Download your strategies. Download it into us, Father. Give us the blueprints for our lives. For you know the way in which we should take. We're going to wait on you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We're going to wait on you, Lord. Just wait on you, Lord. Wait on you, Lord. Lead us, guide us, direct us. Lead us, guide us, direct us, Father. We're going to wait on you. You guys, I'm going to end this podcast. We're going to end it just waiting on the Lord. Share it if it has blessed you in any way. And when it ends, just continue to wait on the Lord. Get in His presence. Just sit there and be still. And just wait. Wait on the Lord. Just keep everything turned off today. While you're cleaning your house. Just listening to see what God has to say, just shutting out the outside chatter so you can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Thank you guys again for joining in. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. I'm going to end this podcast, but I'm going to continue to just sit in His presence for a few minutes. How about you guys? Let's just wait on the Lord. They who wait upon the Lord, he shall renew your strength. You shall mount up wings like eagles, he shall renew your strength. You'll run and you won't even grow weary and you won't faint. Don't get tired of doing good. Wait on the Lord. And again, I say wait. Just wait. If you guys like to support this podcast or support my um, teaching, um, it's the dollar sign, Pearly, P-A-R-L-I-E-J, Martin. Or if you'd like to support this podcast, just hit support. All proceeds go to our nonprofit week here. Okay. I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. You have a blessed life. How about that? Keep looking for the good in your day. 
so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen.